Friends, welcome to Houston and Kellen Kirk. As we gather for worship from near and far, the Lord dwells in all our houses as we gather as one body around the Word of God, which sets us free. Good morning. Welcome to everyone joining us for worship here at Houston and Kellen Kirk. The worship's on this YouTube channel and in our podcast or telephone line. And please follow our YouTube channel if you can. In the doubts we have, in the lives we lead, in the business of our days, in our longing for quiet, wherever we are, God is with us. Let us worship God. We sing to God's glory and praise, hymn 338, Jesus Tempted in the Desert.
Let us pray. Lord, can it really be that we see you all around? Lord, can it really be that we feel you everywhere? Lord, can it really be that we sense you in our lives? Show yourselves to us, O God. Let us hear your voice. In the busyness of life, we take time to be with you, not as often as we should, but as often as we feel we can. May we be more calm, more still, more silent, so that we can take more time to listen to you, to see you, to feel you, to experience you. Lord of our being, help us, calm us, still us, so that when we sense you, may we not be surprised, but be enthused by your presence, the Holy One with us. Yet we know it's hard to be still. It's hard to be silent. It's hard to do right. Lord, you know our hearts and all that is within them. You know our desires and our motivations. For those times that we have been too busy to care, too caught up to notice, too blind to see those around us, too silent to speak out when we should have. Forgive us. Lord, help us to take time, time to reflect in our lives, our relationships, our faith, time to bring before you all that we ought. In a moment of silence, hear our prayers, Lord. In every moment, in every journey, in every conversation, in everything, God is with us, sustaining us, loving us, guiding us. And hear us now as we unite our voices with the church universal in the words that Jesus taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Our intimations, the food bank collections have begun again on a Tuesday at the West Halls, 10 a.m. till 12 noon and 7 till 8 p.m. Please support that if you can. And weekly free will offering envelopes can also be deposited at the weekly food bank collection. On church closures, there's still no word on reopening. Services will continue online until we have an update. Our Lent study, a discussion group on Rob Bell Numa videos will be every fortnight. Please get in touch if you wish to participate. Each one is different each week, so there's no need to have been at any others. Next week, our service will be on the BBC Scotland channel, channel 9 on Freeview or on the iPlayer at 12 noon. It's called The Service. There'll be no service on our YouTube channel 
and links will be on Facebook and our website. The following week, this Sunday, the 7th of March, is communion. It will be online only, so please have bread and wine ready for the service. And this Tuesday, Isabel Sharp celebrates her birthday. A very happy birthday to you, Isabel. I hope you have a lovely day. Our anthem, sung this week by Laura and Stephanie, 40 Days and 40 Nights. This week is brought by Julia Cree. Let's listen for God's word. Good morning. Today's reading has been taken from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verses 9 to 15. Not long afterwards, Jesus came from Nazareth in the province of Galilee and was baptised by John in the Jordan. As soon as Jesus came up out of the water, he saw heaven opening and the Spirit coming down on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my own dear son. I am pleased with you. At once the spirit made him go into the desert, where he stayed forty days being tempted by Satan. Wild animals were there also, but angels came to help him. After John had been put in prison, Jesus went to Galilee and preached the good news from God. The right time has come, he said, and the kingdom of God is near. Turn away from your sins and believe in the good news. The word of God to the people of God. 
Thanks be to God. Thank you, Julia, for our reading, and to Stephanie and Laura for our anthem. 334 on Jordan's Banks, a Baptist cry. for your imagination, your possibility, your creativity, and make room for us to let it happen. So be it. Amen. Although we're at the start of Lent, I don't want to focus on temptation or testing today, as Mark's gospel doesn't major on it, unlike Matthew and Luke's, which detail each test. Instead, I want us to think of the wilderness. There's no doubt that Jesus liked time in the wilderness. We hear again and again in the Gospels that he retreated to a quiet place to be still and pray to God, to have time to center himself and listen for that still small voice. In previous times of Lent, I'd have encouraged all of us to also try and make some time to be in the wilderness, to get away from phones and TVs or computers and emails and reconnect with God. Time to pray and to listen for God's voice. But this is different because Jesus didn't choose to go into this wilderness. This wasn't time to be alone with God. This was a time of testing. Mark says that he was driven into the wilderness, and this is where he is tested. 
And like Jesus, we don't always choose to be in the wilderness. We are sometimes driven into it. And we've always spoken about this, but now we really know what it's like. This last year has been horrific. Separated from our loved ones, our friends, stopped from doing the freedoms that we previously took for granted. We've been prevented from attending church to worship. But even more importantly, to be in community, to see the faces of friends, to welcome each other, and to notice when someone is missing. We now know what the wilderness is like. And I must tell you, I don't like it one bit. I miss meeting you here. I miss seeing you all and finding out what's been going on. I miss being able to visit people in their homes at times of bereavement. I know a lot of people who have not been able to be loved ones as they they passed away, who were unable to hold their hand or say goodbye. I know people who have not been able to get to a loved one or a friend's funeral. I know of people who have been unable to get married or married with only two people there. We have been in the wilderness and no testing to the limit at times. Yet here is God's Son, fully human, struggling in the wilderness, as we also struggle in the wilderness. Yet when he was tired and hungry, and most likely at his lowest ebb, the temptations were placed in front of him. God is irrelevant. I'll feed you. God is powerless. I'll give you power. God is useless, or else he'd save you. A couple of years ago, I went to the Glasgow Film Theatre to see the film Battle Mountain about Graham O'Brien trying to break the human-powered land speed record. The film was great, but it was his live interview taking questions from the audience at the end that really struck me. He told us he had great struggles with his mental health and sexuality. He didn't feel he had anywhere to turn no one to help him. He felt that in society he was useless. He had no place. He was alone. He decided the only way out was to take his own life. And he said that the period between making the decision and attempting to take his life, his walk in the wilderness, was the most serenity he had ever felt because it was the first time he didn't feel alone. Jesus doesn't succumb in the wilderness because he knows that he's not alone. God loves him as he is. In this Lent, we need to remember that God loves us more than anything. God loves us enough that he sent his son into the wilderness to suffer the same temptations that we face, to be rejected as we feel rejected, and to die and overcome death so that we might know God is with us forever. In Jesus' resurrection, we're reminded that God's love is more powerful than death, more powerful than all the isolation and hate in the world. God does not send us into the wilderness to teach us, or as I heard recently, because of our sins. That's bad theology at best and spiritual abuse at worst. We end up in the wilderness by the circumstances of life, But what we do know is that while we're there, 
We're accompanied by one who knows what it's like and has experienced it all before us and loves us so much that he feels our pain and loneliness. The night Jesus was betrayed, he was in the garden with his disciples praying. In the hours leading up to his arrest, he's going to be tried as a criminal and then be executed. He's feeling the full weight of what's about to happen to him. He knew it was heading this way. He's enduring the suffering of his coming death. He's in the wilderness and he prays, Father, if it's possible, take this cup from me. He essentially likens his death to a cup from which he does not want to drink. He then prays a little later, but not my will be done, but yours. Despite Jesus being in the wilderness, he knows he's not alone. We also have not been alone. Our Lent theme is there is always light. If only you're brave enough to see it. If only you're brave enough to be it. Despite being in the wilderness, if we've lifted our heads and opened our eyes, there have been bright lights shining. We've had time to experience God in nature and creation. As the world stopped, we could stand and stare. We've seen God in care and generosity as people from our whole community volunteered to help the vulnerable or isolating with food or prescription collections and delivery. We've seen God in the love of neighbour as we have noticed and spoken with and looked out for those around us. We have seen God in compassion as week after week we've collected for the food bank, warm clothes for the winter, children's toys for Christmas. We've seen God in community as we've worshipped in creative and imaginative ways that we never thought were possible before. So when we've been in the wilderness properly this time and have been tested to the max, it's okay to doubt. It's okay to want to pass. Jesus did. The psalm is shouted out too. But if we're brave enough to see it, there has been light. And as we progress through the coming weeks and months, we'll need to be brave enough to be it. Brave enough to re-emerge from isolation back into society and community. And even more importantly, be brave enough to continue to shine the light in ways this pandemic has taught as we rebuild as a society, we've now got a strong community base to build upon. Friends, when we ultimately come off the transfiguration mountaintops of last week, into the valleys of the wilderness, remember we are not there alone. We're accompanied by a God who has been there in the wilderness. We're accompanied by a God who loves us just as we are. And we're accompanied by a God who will never leave us or forsake us. A God who loves us no matter what. And a God who dares us to be brave enough to be it. Glory be to the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God. As it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forevermore. World without end. Amen. Normally, at this moment in service, we uplift the offering. 
you can continue to support the life and the work of our church by giving on the website, using our weekly offering tab, or by setting up a standing orders. Details you can also find on the finance tab. Thank you for your continued support of the church. Let us pray. Lord of all creation, here we are at the beginning of Lent. The snow is gone, the days become longer, birds are singing, and the first sprouts of flowers carefully dare to lift their heads above the soil. And still, we feel, we feel being held captive in a wilderness. The wilderness of the coronavirus is frightening us, keeping us distant from our families and friends, demanding from us to be patient again and again. Lord Jesus, let us remember that we are not alone, that we are accompanied by you, who has been there in the wilderness. Lord of the wilderness, more than ever we experience the wilderness within ourselves, unsecure what the next weeks and months will bring, questioning how the new normality may look like, spinning our own thoughts again and again and again, longing for answers. Lord Jesus, let us remember that we are not alone, that we are accompanied by you who has been there in the wilderness. Lord Jesus, living among us, you have prayed in the wilderness. You have prayed in the darkest moments of your life. You have prayed for your people. Therefore, we are bold to bring to you those who feel that all what was precious to them has been washed away. Those who feel that they are lost in a wilderness beset by temptation. Those who need to know what way they should go next. Those who feel they have no more strength to go on. Those who are exhausted by caring for others. Those who make decisions for others those who are worried about the future of their children, those who have not enough to eat, those who are lonely, those who have never heard your voice speaking to them. May they all know that you are with them in their wilderness. May we all know that we are accompanied by you who loves us just as we are. May we all know that we are accompanied by you who will never leave us or forsake us. May we all know that we are in your presence, in the presence of the one who loves us no matter what. And to you be the glory, ruler and master of all wilderness. Amen. After our last hymn, we will sing the threefold Amen and the doxology. Our last hymn, number 125, Lord of all being, throned afar.
let us now go into the world, knowing that God is with us. Let us go into the world with the peace of Christ upon us. Let us go into the world with the blessing of the Holy Spirit. And may the blessing of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, rest upon and remain with us this day and evermore. Thank you.